Welcome to our podcast, Real Talk. We're your hosts, Mary Contrarian Starfish. On this podcast, we will explore stories about conspiracies, misinformation, lies and deceit in politics, and how it ruins people's lives. Please subscribe and listen to wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to having you with us. Okay, here we are. All right, Starfish. Well, we have another fun story today to talk about. This story is an impersonation scheme. Ooh, we haven't done one of these. Right? Mm. So basically, this story is about two masterminds of a scheme and four other men that involved impersonating the French defense minister at the time by making up stories and taking about $50 million from wealthy individuals and institutions to pay for fake off-the-book government operations. Wow. <laughs> Impersonating a government official for $50 million? Wow. I know. Like, I guess there's, like, not really any boundaries with people, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy not think he'd get caught? I mean, this is pretty public, right? It's insane. So the French, I'm so bad with French, so you're just going to have to forgive me on this. Um, Jean, is it Ives Ledrian? I think is it's that- Jean E. I don't know French either, but I think <laughs> I know it's Jean. <laughs> is it Jean? <laughs> like Jean Luc, like Jean, you know? <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the guy. Apparently, he's now the foreign minister of France. So he's a little bit more famous now than he was when this whole scheme happened. Was he like upgraded? I think so. Like, I think that's an up. I guess that's an upgrade from defense minister to foreign. I don't know how that works. That seems like a weird promotion after you've been scammed. But, you know, whatevs. This is I know. Strange, I guess. I know, right? So it's kind of crazy. So... The name of the two gentlemen that did this was Gilbert Chickley. He's a 55-year-old guy. And Anthony Lasarvish. I <laughs> Vic, I don't know. Like, it's it's a weird last name. It's spelled, just so all of you out there, you know, if you're a spelling freak, it's um, L-A-S-A-R-E-V-I-T-S-C-H. And he's like some 36-year-old guy. Hmm. These are the two masterminds behind all this. They're like you know what, we're just going to go and impersonate a government official and make up all these videos and all this crap to like dupe a bunch of corporations and wealthy people out of money. Sounds good, right? Sounds kind of smart, except for the public part of it. Like these people are pretty public figures. So inevitably it was going to be exposed, the scam. Right. Well, and what they were doing, Starfish, is like they put masks on to pretend that they were this foreign minister. Oh, so they had like masks made or something? Yeah, to look like him. I saw oh. a picture of it and I was like, wow, really? And I, I mean, I guess if you had a crappy computer, you know, or something, you wouldn't necessarily know that it wasn't him. And it, if he had like this official desk and all this stuff behind him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it is the French defense minister. So what they would do, which I find amazing that people believe this, but I mean, you know, th- that's what our show is about, right? People just... <laughs> Getting people to su- sucked into all this crap. I mean, I've been victim of that too. So, again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, it's like you know, you take people at their word, and there you go, like millions of dollars later. 
But yeah, so what they would do is they would uh, pretend they had like, I think like four or five other people working with them that would make fake phone calls to like these wealthy corporations or the wealthy people and just ask them for this money because they're doing like a secret French operation to save all these refugees out of Syria. I mean, it it just goes on and on. Yeah, like it it was so crazy. Like it was like this call center and... (laughs) They're all just making up all this stuff about oh, just all so these stories. Oh, poor French refugee children. Oh, <laughs> you them. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. Yeah. So now you know, and they went to like all the rich religions and stuff too. You know, like okay. you know, some of the. I think <laughs> there might have been some archbishops involved or something. I'm not really sure, but like they did all this stuff, just totally like made up all this crap like the lengths that they went like they went and got the seals you know how like when you get an official document from the government that has like a seal on it or something that's all official right. like they they got all that from like the french government so they wow. would send people like all the stuff to make it look so legitimate but like the video is what blew me away because i looked at it a picture of it and you could tell it was kind of like he doesn't look so great in that you know like that's kind of <laughs> weird you need to turn on your um, Zoom filter, defense minister. <laughs> You're looking a little pale these days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they're like totally getting all these suckers to like believe this stuff. So I'm going to give a timeline of kind of what happened. So this happened between 2015 and 2016. Hmm. Oh, so this was before we were all Zooming. Like, oh, yeah. A couple yes. years, few years before. Wow. Yeah. And so then in in 2017 is when both this Gilbert Chickley guy and Anthony Lazarvich or whatever were caught and then they were prosecuted for impersonating him. Hmm. So on September 20th of 2017 is when Gilbert was put under arrest and they were both extradited from the Ukraine. They were hiding out in the Ukraine. (laughs) Hmm. And so they got busted there. Yeah, right? It's like everyone goes there. I don't know why. But anyway, so then what I find weird is like, I couldn't figure out why there was such a long period of time between 2017 and 2020. March 11, 2020 is when they were sentenced. There was like probably three or four years before they were actually sentenced. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought this was a little bit more of a recent thing, but okay. Yeah. 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 So then on March 11th of 2020, Gilbert was sentenced to about 10 years in prison and he was fined $2 million. That's it? Yeah, that's it. And then Anthony was sentenced to seven years in prison and fined about $1 million. Can they just use the money they stole to pay that or do they have to pay it back? I know. That's what I was wondering too. I'm like, well, that's not really much of a sentence for like stealing $50 million. Yeah, they're like, here, here's two of it. Uh, Yeah, it's like, you might as well just like put that aside and be like, okay, well, I'm only going to get in trouble for like a million. So I'm just going to put this over here. We'll pay that back. You know, what the hell? Because again, this people just gave them their money. So it's your fault that you gave it to them. So I don't know how much restitution they had to actually pay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that I was still, you know, of course, we only have so many time in the week to research these. But like, I was still trying to figure out what they did with the money and where it all went. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm sure they weren't able to recover all of it. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, definitely not, but yeah, it's totally crazy. And I mean, there was like just tons of different victims. There was like spiritual leaders of the Ismali Muslim. They wired like $20 million to them. 
Whoa, that is so much. I know. Like, you know, it's crazy. There's like a wealthy Turkish businessman who sent like $47 million. I'm like, wow, how do you just do that? You're like, oh, I better help the French government out. It sounds like things are getting pretty rough. I better give him like $47 million of my money. It almost makes you wonder if they somehow knew the procedures too, because in the United States anyway, I don't know about other countries. I think this whole has to be really mapped out. Speaking of Ukraine, when they tried to just stop the payment to Ukraine during the presidential election last year, they couldn't because Congress had allocated it. So I'm surprised that people were just willing to like wire the money or write a check when I don't know. There's usually some very serious procedures involved. And maybe Gilbert and this Anthony guy knew exactly how to do that. Well, and here's some background on Gilbert now, because I mean, as we see a pattern of all these stories, it's very similar. Interesting enough, even though they're all different schemes, these people have done this kind of stuff in the past. Right. Mm, so, of course, of course. So Gilbert, he's the main guy, you know, yeah. he's, it looks like he was born in Paris in 1965 into a poor family of Tunisian Jewish origin. Hmm. And let's see, he attended some sort of boarding school. And then at the age of 13, he stayed in a center for young delinquents. So obviously he was a problem child. He did another scheme for 18 months between 2005 and 2006, where he pretended to be the CEO of a large company, such as Disneyland Paris. (laughs) Wow. Yellow Yellow Pages, um, (gasps) Galleries Lafayette, which I think that's a pretty famous gallery. And what year was this? Between 2005 and 2006. So about 10 years years before. before. Right. Oh, let's just let him keep repeating this. Right. No big deal. Just pay your little, you know, your little million dollars and be done with it and go on to the next victim. Jeez. Yeah, because it said he stole with that scheme nearly 50 million euros. And then in 2009, he fled to Israel, which did not extradite its nationals despite international mandate. So he kind of hid out away from that. Mm -hmm. And so that scam has since been emulated. Yeah, it's hard to say. And so... Yeah, he was on the run already in 2015, I think, from this other hoax. So it looks like he was handed a seven-year jail term in Absentina, hmm. Tunisia. So then in 2017, both him and his little accomplice were both discovered in the Ukraine, like I said. And so here's what's interesting. The two had a mask of Prince Albert II of Monaco in their possession. So that was leading authorities to believe that they were hatching a new scheme. Yeah, they're going to make all their money and then go on the run and then try to go dupe some more people is what right. it sounds like. They just like go around the world and do that. It's a pretty good scheme. I mean, yeah, especially if you only have to pay back $2 million out of like the millions that you steal. Right. I mean, that's he, a pretty good return on investment. Really? It yeah. is. It's, it's a good business model. I think, you know, he could probably get some funding for it if he just did it the right way instead. But <laughs> that's what I don't get about these people. You know, it's like the thing that you say at work all the time where it's like people spend more time getting out of work than they do actually doing the work. It's kind of, it's kind of like that with like these Ponzi and pyramid scheme things or like people doing all this fraud crap where it's like, they just spend so much time and effort like getting out of the right way to make money when they could have just probably made just as much, maybe a little less, maybe doing the right stuff than doing the wrong stuff. Plus, you got to give up your time in prison. Like, who wants that? You know? 
You have to live on the run in Ukraine. Yeah, or like weird places around the world. Well, he could use all of those skills of making documents and faces to be anything else. But I mean, this is a, a really fascinating scam. And this business leaders who gave all this money, beware. I mean, <laughs> the victims here are people who had millions to give and gave it to somebody who they didn't verify. So I don't know. I feel bad for these people. But at the same time, I'm like, quit giving your money over to people. Well, and it's like $47 million. I mean, you know, it's like big money that these people and corporations are forking over to these people that they just believe that this is happening. Because they were saying stuff like, oh, yeah, you know, we can't use government funds for this. It's like a secret operation. And it's like, (laughs) who does? I don't think any government does that. You know, like if they're doing a secret operation, they're not even going to tell you where the money is coming from. They're not going (laughs) to ask people for it. You know this what I mean? Top secret. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't tell anybody. Well, you know, you could be recording this Zoom meeting right now, but please, please, this is highly secret. You know, that is actually in itself suspect because you can't even have those conversations over regular telecommunications anyway. So because <laughs> anybody could tap into it. It's just an unbelievable scam. Unbelievable scam. I can't believe that they got away with this. Yeah, I can't. I can't either. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, they... Well, I guess they didn't get away with it, but they still kind of did because, you know, it's like once, I mean, he'll be like 60 when he's out. I mean, he still has time to do another one. Sure. You're wearing a mask. I mean, 60 is spry these days. (laughs) Right. It's like, I'm sure that he'll be in trouble again in the future. I mean, maybe his accomplice won't, but this guy has like a pattern of behavior, you know, like he's done this kind of shit before. Like he knows what he's doing. He's gotten away with it before. He'll just have to spend that time perfecting his next victims, I guess, you know. Right. And it just goes back to the thing that we say all the time. It's like, you know, if people are coming to you and asking for money like that, you might want to do a little bit of research to figure out if they're really legitimate or not. At the very basic level, you can like Google them and call that number and just make sure it's the right thing or check them out. There's like websites for checking out the veracity of things, you know, it's government. So it's all over the place. It's all publicly available information. So I don't know if, especially with that amount of money, why you wouldn't have your people just call up the government just to make sure. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's like, it's like, hey, are you guys doing like some sort of secret operation you need help with or something? They'd probably be like, no, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. Like a simple phone call. I mean, I'm sure you could figure out how to get hold of the French government. I mean, I, I don't know. Right I've now. never, right? <laughs> I, I'm Googling it. It's like literally so easy to just find this guy online. I bet he has his own page and everything. You just call that number and make sure. Yeah. I don't know. The, the verification process, like just thinking about a lot of these stories we've listened to, it's really easy to check these people out. And they and a lot of people just don't. So. And they're stuck with the bill at the end of the day. Yeah, well, and I do want to say though too, like the the four other men. Just before we go, the four other men involved were ages twenty seven to forty nine. Hmm. Um, so they were suspected of varying levels of involvement. They each received sentences of fifteen months to five years in prison, and some of the time suspended, and as well as like fines of like fifty to a hundred thousand. Why are fines for stealing things so little? Why? It could be the, I don't know if it's the French government, maybe. I don't know if they're more lenient. I, I'm surprised by that. 
It but, feels yeah. the way he, that way here in the United States too. I've had something stolen from me, and the police were like, "Sorry, good luck." And it's like, "Wow, okay, I guess my property is not valuable at all." And they're basically like, "Not really, unless you have insurance on it, unless it's worth a certain amount." It's just sorry, right? Yeah. And these people, I mean, what do you have insurance on sending money to a government? I can't think of any insurance that would cover this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, totally. This is an un- unbelievable scam. And you're just SOL at this point. I don't know. So Yeah, totally. Google people. Google. Send them $20 million. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to Real Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.